episode is this? Five, I think. Episode five. Episode five. In Castle. We have yep. Blaine Wainio as our what? Third guest. No second. Yeah, third guest. Third Russ. guest. Is, is Russ even a guest anymore? Russ is. Russ is a snorkel. Are you here. a co-host now? I will be. <laughs> <laughs> He's kicking Dylan <laughs> off. Yeah, Dylan's not here today. We have Russ. Plus plus one two seven. Yep. We got uh Forbidden Castle merchandise water bottle. Good stuff. I need to order some. What else do you have on the website? Sweatshirt, t shirt, mugs. That's good stuff. I'm gonna have to get some merch. I'm gonna get a mug. Because we got a tea kettle now. So I can You have a tea, tea kettle? Yep. When did you get a tea kettle? We got it for the band that played at Merit Days. Oh, pretty sick. So now we have one at home. So, uh, yeah, we got Russ here now. He's replacing Dylan momentarily. Maybe not momentarily. We don't know. Yeah, Watch out, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to watch this. Where is he? Grand Rapids. That's what I assumed. Sorry. Yeah. What are you going to You going to take a spot, Russ, or what? You're going to have to compete. You guys will have to do jiu-jitsu for it. <laughs> <laughs> Russ would definitely win. <laughs> Dylan could have had prior training. You still win. I don't know. That's right. So, Blaine, we brought you here for a specific reason. You uh, lost a lot of weight. 100, short 120 pounds, to be specific. In, yeah. in what time period? In what's been uh, two years since, pretty much exactly. Two years, 18 days ago, or 19 days ago. I started oh. on August 1st of 2020. Good memory. During the it? pandemic. Yeah, what was like your uh, towards, the, towards the tail end of it? Yeah, but what was like your first step, like in starting that? Like, what'd you do? What do you mean by that? Like, oh, like what? Like what? Like what? Like led me to it? What led you to it? And, like, cause like obviously, like you were continued like to live this lifestyle, and that you were overweight, and well, then like what made you like just be like? Cause obviously, that something has to happen almost like where you just like stop living like this. And like, what? What was your first step? Like, what made you? Well, it wasn't my first time trying to lose weight. Yes, yeah. I I tried one strike before the pandemic, and I kind of shut it down. It was like beginning of March of 2020. I I was starting to like cut out sugar and stuff. I was doing it the wrong way. Yeah. But and I don't really know what led me to do it in August. Then I was kind of sick of it. Yeah. I was like, it's time for a change. It, was, it might have been the beginning of football too that really did it, because it was I had a senior center in front of me, and I was a sophomore at the time. Or I was going to be a sophomore, so I was like, oh, I gotta. I gotta lose a bunch of weight so I can play football and then be able to take a spot after. Because if I didn't lose that weight, I wasn't gonna play football. Yeah. No, that's very impressive. Yeah. 120 pounds in two years is a lot of fucking weight. Especially just like looking at you now because you haven't lost significant muscle mass. You're, you're still like a big, like you can, you have muscle. Yeah. And it's but very honestly impressive. I definitely could have kept a lot more if I would have done it the right way. Yeah. Because, so I started in, in August. I lost probably about 10 pounds per month up until. December, and then it gets to Christmas and everything. You're, a lot of shitty food that you're eating. Yeah, a lot of ice cream and shit <laughs> that through Christmas. And I started to plateau, gained a few pounds. Got really worried. Had a lot of mental issues with that. Yeah, which it, it's hard to deal with because you don't you don't really know what to do. You can't stop eating that much. It's like you see a complete reset to that point. And in March, I cut my calories down to like fifteen hundred. Just definitely wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> I lost like twenty pounds, but I lost a lot of muscle in that time for sure. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion though, like that'd be a hell lot healthier than 
the contrary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, there's a better way to do it, but most important thing is just to get it off in the long run. Yeah, but I could have taken an extra month and still gotten more muscle out of that. Because there's old pictures of me where you could, like, visibly see my triceps still mm-hmm. when I was 300 or so pounds. That's like, oh, if I could have kept all that muscle, that would have been sick. I would have been yeah. so much bigger by now. Yeah, but yeah. you still, but, like... But, like, the thing is, like, being a natural athlete... I think if you're if you're losing that much weight, regardless, no matter how slow you take it, there's gonna be there's gonna be quite a bit big uh, muscle muscle loss because just how it is, like your hormones are crashing every time you diet, like your testosterone is gonna plummet, for example, and that's yeah, it, it'd be really hard to maintain a lot of muscle, especially considering the longer you diet, like I'm sure you're well aware of, it's gonna be the harder it is, and a lot of people say it's 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 healthier to take it slow. And yeah, it probably is because it's more like stable for your body. At the same time, the longer you diet, the longer your hormones are going to be suppressed and you're not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's almost like it's a balancing. It's game. just waiting for it to happen almost. But I, but I, I do agree with you. Like you probably could have taken it slower and probably yeah. limited a little bit of the loss. At that point when I'm 322 pounds, it's like, I want this off right now. Yeah. I, I get think, that. I, I feel like that's how a lot of people think. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm such high body fat that like I just want to get it off right now. I don't care how much muscle I lose. I don't care which way I do it. Like, I'm just, I just want it off. Yeah, uh, that that's what leads a lot of people to eating probably a thousand calories a day for two weeks and then crashing and then failing, which is what I used to do. Yeah, well, it's very impressive, honestly, that you even got into that. Not even like any prior knowledge. Like you didn't really know what you're doing, but like I feel like if you're someone less overweight, like, honestly, it's like the biggest thing. Not even just like losing weight, but if you're gonna do anything or start anything, just literally just do something. Just start right away. Just like whatever it is. Like I don't know. Even if it's wrong, it's not. You take that first step, it leads to more steps, and then you're fine. Yeah. How did you? Sorry to cut you off, but how did you start off? Like, what did you like first start doing? I cut calories first. I cut down to 2,400 calories a day or 2,600. I don't remember exactly. And then, but I I had prior knowledge because uh, a few years back, I guess. It was probably four years back in sixth grade. I'd run, I'd run a mile with Melissa Brisky every day, and she counted calories. She's big into that, into fitness and everything. So really she started it all. So oh. I knew that I had to count, count calories to lose weight, but I didn't exactly know how to do it. That's what led me to eating so low at that one point. Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. So Would you say that she definitely influenced your like? For sure. Even like having like at a, it's like thought of it, you know? Uh-huh. Well, when Makes I was sense. running with her, I lost 20 pounds. Oh, really? So I, I, was, I was like 220 in sixth, sixth grade. And I went down to 200 about, and then I just stopped because of football. I'm like, oh, I'm exercising now. I don't have to keep running. <laughs> yeah. I stopped counting <laughs> calories that you just don't care anymore, and you start gaining a bunch of weight. And yeah. yeah. So you cut calories, and then you're obviously lifting for football. Yeah. But did you start running on top of that and stuff like that, or did you uh, just... I occasionally ran. I didn't run too much, though. The most I ran was, like, a, it wasn't even daily. It was, like, 20 minutes here and there on the treadmill. Yeah. Well, because that was in the middle of football season. You started, yeah. Or the beginning of football, so, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I think like the biggest thing, obviously, is, like, your diet. Like, you can still lose weight yeah. without, you don't need to do cardio. Like, Well, David Goggins is an example. Well, I mean, he did a lot of cardio, but he talked about how the reason he didn't get a lot of loose skin i don't know how scientifically accurate this is is yeah, because he did a lot of bodybuilding also yeah that's very it, interesting well, that makes sense it's gotta be a part of a genetics to not have that much loose skin though either. yeah because yeah. that's interesting because if you're losing that much weight so rapidly how much weight do you lose 
in a certain like it was he was 297 i believe yeah and he, he lost he had to cut down to like one he's a tall guy though he, it was he was like six three or something like 180 180 180 yeah something like that and like it was six months wasn't it yeah he had to lose like 100 pounds i think it was like 120 pounds in six months yeah and he had no loose skin and i don't think that's due to because he's bodybuilding like you're gonna be in such a calorie deficit. I don't think you're building muscle. No, you're not building muscle. <laughs> you're not at that building point. Mu- yeah. <laughs> you're not building muscle fast enough to like cover like it's not how it works at all. Yeah. Also, he, he probably had loose skin at that point and maybe minimized it. Yeah, but how does that happen? I don't know. It's very he weird. doesn't have any loose skin. No, he said he it's like, gotta be genetics. Yeah, yeah. it has to be because you could work out like for example, you could work out the <laughs> hardest you want. Like the wor- you could be the world's hardest like workout guy and like if you're in a caloric deficit, like gonna build shit like yeah and that's the thing is i mean if then also if he, if he was building muscle he would just like be the same weight if he filled in the skin not the same weight but he would still weigh like 250 if he's like filling in the skin with muscle mm-hmm. so like in it's so absurd because he said yeah i just like i worked off like i worked it off so fast and so hard that it's like no loose skin developed the loose skin i don't know how that works he took it by surprise like as if that i don't know it's, i mean it's definitely genetics i i have loose skin i lost it over Two years. I lost 120 over two years. He lost 120 over six months. It's like, yeah. You're gonna have loose skin, but I don't know how he does. It. It's gotta be genetics. It's gotta be. My it's genetics are just yeah. not as good. Yeah, it's very weird. Cause I remember him talking about that, and it's like did not make sense at all. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Hmm. So, nope. you go. We uh, sorry to sidetrack again, but uh, Josh and I got our testosterone levels done. Oh yeah. So, do you have those on? Do you know what yours are? Yeah. You go first. All right. My total testosterone is 467 nanograms per deciliter, and my free testosterone is 17.5. So, is that, isn't it free? Isn't that pretty low? Free test for. I it said the normal. Is. I can pull it up. I have it on my phone. It's it probably. Said the free range is like four to. Oh, it's probably a different uh, label. Maybe. The That's reference range for. Testosterone was 300 to 1200 nanograms per deciliter for a 17 to 18 year old. And then the reference range for a, the free testosterone is 4.28 to 20.9 nanograms per deciliter. Okay. How many? Uh, I may have had it wrong. I thought like. How many 17 to 18 year olds have a 1200 test though? 1200? Yeah. Not much. It, like that shouldn't be a part of the reference range. It should be like 800. No, that's but, it, but it is st- statistically significant because otherwise it wouldn't be on there. Because like for like the average person, I think like just across the board person, the high range is one thousand. So like they increase it just right. as an as an average. 17, 18. Yeah, but, yeah, but but even that, there's like such ambigu- ambiguity in it. Like I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Like there's so yeah. many ranges I've seen. Like I've seen a range that go up to fourteen hundred. Like yeah, that's just like who's who's walking around with fourteen hundred test as a seventeen to eighteen year old who's Sam not Hawkins. who's not in an office. <laughs> and, and then there's and then there's a range that goes to like eight hundred. Like I don't know, it's just it's just weird. Well, I feel like if you have fourteen hundred tests at eighteen, you're kind of an anomaly. Yeah, oh, that for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I'm looking up mine right now. Yeah, so I guess I'm kind of slightly low normal. Yeah, I, but your your free test is pretty high though. Yeah, to that reference range. But I've yeah. seen I've seen different ranges. That's like like Jesse James Westcott has done, and his reference range was like forty something to like eighty. That's what I was gonna say. I, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's why you see that same thing. That's Blaine, why I was questioning his. Yeah, you and Blaine both said that. You were both said 
that's pretty low, isn't it? But no. for mine, what, you, what are you saying for free or for free. total? For free. Okay, mine is four ninety two. Oh my god! But it doesn't really matter that much. It's the free test that really matters, right? Or is it the ratio? It's like a ratio between the two. And then I got ten point eight seven for free. So you got me good there. <laughs> free test hot. destroyed me. And then yeah, that's like the only I got my other stuff. Everything that's just like a snapshot too. Like I mean, yeah. this could very well be higher than next month. Well, well, that's what, what uh, time in the it? note for my doctor it said that it's higher in the morning, and I did it at two. Yeah, what time in the did afternoon? you do yours, Josh? I did mine in the afternoon too. What was it? We did ours um, probably around. I think it was one or two or something. Somewhere around there, yeah. So it's around the same. Yeah. What were your tests results? I was lowering both yours. Shut up. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it <No. laughs> was. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Was it I wasn't taking my shots consistently, so that's probably why. But it was four seventy-five-ish, I think, that's or four forty, some, some somewhere in the four hundreds below your guys's for that's sure. Very I want to get yeah. mine done now. Let's see what mine's at. Yeah. I've had mine at a thousand though. I've had mine at I've had mine at a thousand and and above a thousand, and it's nice there. So. How did <laughs> how I like did you to keep feel it. above a thousand? Good. <laughs> you felt good, didn't you? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every, it's almost like every man should experience that. I don't, I'm not saying like go out and get TRT. If you don't need TRT, but like it's just very. It's, it feels right. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know you're saying. Was I, your energy just through the roof? Not necessarily, but like I just had more drive to do things like like normal tasks that would be like. A normal person be like just dreading to do it. Be like, all right, yeah, let's get this done. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds. That's nice. more motivated. Yeah. Can I uh, talk about how like what you do before the gym? What I do before the gym? What you take before the gym? Oh no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut this part out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure. But yeah. uh, yeah. So yeah, Blaine, you got to get your test level check now. I do. Yeah. No, just hearing him describe it. Not that I'm going to, but like it just sounds interesting to experience. It's like such high super physiological test level. Not even super, I guess. A well, yeah, it's not. Range. Yeah, it's not super physiological, but like it's on the border, which it's like I couldn't imagine rest. what yeah. like people so, take trend feel like. Dude, I would never oh. get the yeah. trend cough quick. <laughs> yeah, that's that, so. that's one thing I would never experiment with for sure. Is like that's like directly linked to Alzheimer's, <laughs> for, for example, and like and. Like, for example, like, if you're a, a bodybuilder that's competing in an untested show, like, it's, and you don't take trend, like, you're going to lose. Like, <laughs> like, it's just, like, a given, like, you have to take trend if you want to even compete. At high-profile bodybuilding shows, at least. If it's untested. Like, it doesn't even matter if it's a pro show or not. Like Because all of them are going to be doing it. Because all of them are doing it, yeah. If, if But if it's a natural show, obviously, no. But cause yeah, they, but those, those natural shows aren't going to be nearly as high-profile as untested shows. Like the natural shows, though, too. Another thing is that a lot of people do get easy, can easily get by the drug test. I know, for example, a couple of coaches that they have developed protocols like just so they can get by them. It's kind of messed up, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. It's like those tests can only test for certain things. It's not like a wide range of things to get test for, right? Um, well, they can test for metabolites, basically all steroids. But the problem is, people can take very short half-life drugs that are in your system, in and out of your system, like within hours yeah, like you take like a test suspension it's in your system for 30 minutes and then i'm not sure exactly it's half-life but that's just a prime example you could take that every day 
and even if you got a surprise drug test, like it would be like of it being um, in the abnormal range would be um, unlikely because it, what are the odds they're going to, they're going to test you right when you take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like people always have this like misconception, not misconception, but like normal people, like laymen that don't understand like PDs and stuff like that. They think, well, it's tested. So like, there's no way people can get like past it. Like you saw it for the UFC. Even like oh, Joe dude. Rogan and them, they're like, no, they're like, really? But it's tested. They're, like, like no one gets through it. Like, like so many, like the regulations, stuff like that. Like you can get around it so easily and people don't realize that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like personally know these coaches, but I know them. My coach I have works with other coaches and I, I've talked to him and stuff and I follow his content and these other coaches content and they literally have like laid out like protocols that they have done for pro athletes that we all know that to get by drug tests. So like, I'm just saying like, this is very, very uh, prevalent and people just are ignorant in that, in that regard. Yeah. Well, here's a question. Do you guys think, uh, Michael Hearn's natural? Definitely. I, I'm not, I don't know who Michael Hearn You don't know who Mike? He was on the I've Andrew heard, Tate thing, right? I've heard. Was he? He was Greg with Andrew Tate. About him. He was on, what? I'm pretty sure he had a video. With Look Andrew up Michael Hearn. You probably. I think I've. I think I've seen that video. I'm where, where Andrew Tate sure. uh, <laughs> trains with Michael Hearn. But I don't. I don't exactly. No, that's Mike Thurston. You think that's Mike Thurston? Thurston. Uh, I think he claims to be 92, doesn't he? He definitely does. No, well, there's absolutely no way. He's definitely not. But he let me see. Let me see a picture of him. I thought he was on TRT. Mike Michael Hearn or Mike Thurston? Thurston. Man, I'm, I'm Michael Hearn's definitely else. not an ad. So it's like no, this, Michael like, Hearn's not on TRT. He's on trend. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's like this ongoing joke in like fitness community. Like, like everyone's like, yeah, all the natty king, Michael Hearn. Because uh, he, he I, still, he doesn't admit it. Like, and he's like 45 or like, he's like, he's pretty old. And he looks just like, He's about to go on stage. I, I don't know when his nickname is literally cool. Michael Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've oh, heard, I don't, uh, I don't know I've heard Greg Doucette no. talk about Michael Hurd and yeah. joke, joking about how he's. It's like uh, not even. It's like a joke. Uh, about, about, joking about how he's natty. Yeah, like it's not even like it's such a low hanging fruit because everyone's like, he's <laughs> like you, Michael Hurd. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, just like everyone knows that he's not a natty. Just oh, like, I've seen Michael Hurd. Yeah, he claims natty. No, he's <laughs> not. He's <showing> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I'm looking at the thumbnail of him. Shovel in. We will pull pictures for the. Podcast, but <laughs> he's natty, dude. I promise. So is Simeon Panda. <laughs> it's like baffling. Like. That, that's just his upper body. <laughs> he's forty-five. He's, he's like old. Yeah, yeah. He's he's quite he's old. Up there. Yeah, he is up there. He's not yeah. even on TRT. Yeah, he's natty. Good one. Yeah, what you good one. Yeah, dude. He's huge. He, he worked out. <laughs> that's in the same status as Liver King. <laughs> oh yeah, Liver King's natty though. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, he's True. definitely. It's because he eats liver. That's why exactly. he's that big. And bone marrow and why eat vegetables when you can eat testicles. That's the reason why. No, because he's natty. There's like the one thing. There's like this theory, like how he talks about like, uh, people like say uh, if you eat like certain uh, organs, like livers, like that, like the nutrients will your go to your liver. Liver will get better. That's and he's why. like, oh, if you eat your testicles, your test will increase. Yeah, because like, definitely bioavailable through testicles. <laughs> I forgot. Well, liver yeah. definitely is super micronutrient dense. Oh yeah, so. it's good for you. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to build muscle. It's like, not going to go. Yeah, it's not going to make it's you. Not going to give them. The I mean, it will, but it, it's not going to make you look mm-hmm. insanely much better than like everybody else, like ever. <laughs> um, have you guys ever heard of the old wise tale? Um, wise the old uh, <laughs> divine protein shake. Oh yeah, yeah. What's his that? name? Did that Connor uh, Murphy? Connor Murphy. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's who it was. Dude, yeah. that dude is weird now. You know who Connor Murphy is, Blaine? I've heard the name. Oh my he's, god, you he, gotta go on a Connor Murphy rabbit hole. <laughs> he's weird. So he used to be in the fitness industry. He was like, um, he was like the top fitness influencer for a while. For a while, like he, before, yeah. like was even like that big. He wasn't doing fitness stuff necessarily, but he was like 
He's like a, he, he looked pretty good. I don't think he was. I don't think he was natty. It was like the, he'd like go out and be like dressed as a nerd, and then he'd like lift his shirt up for girls, like yeah, that kind of guy. Oh, and he had the abs, and they'd be like, "Oh that's, my god, that's completely fake." I love yeah, that. yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. Like he would talk to girls, stuff like that. And then eventually, he took ayahuasca or DMT. It was ayahuasca. Uh, which well, is DMT, uh, it is DMT. Yeah, but it's just a mushroom, right? I yeah, something like he that. He took relief. ayahuasca, which is extreme psychedelic, and then he's had like a mental breakdown, and like he went to psychosis. Basically, and like said, he put all the video that where he's like he's gonna kill himself. Like basically, like a, like a video like saying he's gonna kill himself and do all this stuff. But then um, he said like in the comments or like in the description beforehand, he prefaced it by saying it was acting, but yeah. like it clearly wasn't acting. Well, because he's like, saying it's for a TV show, right? Like he's yeah, trying to get a part in a TV up. show, and then so then like I mean yeah. his friends obviously they see his video like what the fuck's going on? So they call the cops and they try to figure out where he is stuff like that. And then, I'm not sure what happens afterwards. Obviously, he didn't end up... He did a bunch. Just, like, he just kept going crazy, I think. And then, and eventually, he, he got to the point where he started doing yoga in was really he, weird positions. Was he natural or unnatural? Or that, he definitely wasn't natty. You know, he was taking I think something. He, he even admitted to it. Because now he's, like... So, now he's on, like, a bunch of psychedelics. He, like, microdoses. I don't know exactly what he does now. He says he's Jesus, isn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. claims to be, like, the second coming of Jesus. So, so, do you think that whatever he was taking for muscle building at the time had... Mixed with the psychedelics, made that I happen. think he took an extreme amount of psychedelics. I don't think it has anything to do. You think they mixed or they just? I don't think it does anything. Straight psychedelics. I, I don't act on the same. I don't think it has anything to do with each no. other. But I think it was just that he might have just wasn't ready for it, and he just kind of fucked himself up. Went off the rails. Yeah. But anyways, the, he was like a completely normal, just a guy, and then like he's like really weird <laughs> now, and like he talks about how he's the second coming of Jesus and how um. Dude, I if you just I'll look up. You have to, but the divine protein shake. He started doing a bunch of yoga and all this stuff with people. Really weird positions, like yeah, they kind of look like sex positions, right? For YouTube, no, this is post psychedelic psychosis. Like it's just him doing it. Yep, and then he, the divine protein shake is he would drink other men's semen, right? Yeah, yeah. He claimed to increase his testosterone. Maybe he was onto something. (laughs) Okay, now he's like back to his old self. Like what? Yeah, he started uploading regular videos. Remember when we were going to yeah, we're get his lab equipment we went on the Connor Murphy? Now he's like normal stuff. One of his videos says, I took anabolic steroids for 30 days, and this happened. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, he's... Yeah, now he's doing his normal stuff that he used to. What is it? With the girls and the abs and stuff. Yeah, it says, Nerd Transforms in Chad at drive-thru with Connor <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> How many views is he Maybe he's getting? low on money. Uh, I don't think it's g- they're not getting nearly as much as you get. Like they're like fifty thousand. No, they used to be like that's still a good million amount, views. Though. Like yeah, no, fifty k is still a good amount. He is like two. It's still pulling in some money. But it's enough to make you keep on it's doing it. <laughs> Look, yeah. Conor Murphy drinks another man's seeming to make gains. My analysis is twelve point four gains. <laughs> Do you guys watch Derek? So yeah. occasionally, yeah. No, I watched. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you might have seen this guy. His name's Captain Sinbad on YouTube. I don't, you might have seen, I feel like you would watch that type of video. I feel like I might. Have. He's like a kind of like a men's not men's health, but like like improvement guy. Like I would say, that's like, not who I was thinking. At the, no, was, no. You remember the the one dude that did the live? He would went on like Omegle. I would say really offensive stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know his name, but that's who I thought of when he. No, said I'm that. not talking about that. Okay, no. yeah, continue. <laughs> no, I don't. Know. I don't just binge watch that guy. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, he made this video like impersonating Derek, and it's so funny. He's like, <laughs> "This guy's taking uh, 
looking saucy. He did like impersonation so well. Looking really saucy. Yeah. No, but have you watched? You watch Derek? I do. Yeah. He is very. I feel like I don't have enough base knowledge to really understand everything he's talking about, though. Neither do I. Really, he says a lot of words that I don't understand, but I feel like Russ would un- understand him really well. Well, honestly, like he uh, he helped me learn a lot of stuff. Like when he, because I was following him years and years ago, like when he first started making videos and when he was talking about like SARMs and stuff and he'd, re- he'd do like hour break, like, um, I don't know if he still does this, but he would, he used to do hour long, like breakdowns of like compounds, like just dissecting studies on camera. And I'm like, I learned a lot from him in that sense. Um, he's like, he was a lot more nerdish. I feel like than he is now. Cause he's, he's kind of like going into like the mainstream. Yeah. He yeah, was, he was way more of a nerd. Supplement line and everything now. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of more like a big brand. Yeah. Russ got me into Derek, more place for Derek, and Greg, before, like, Greg even had, like, 40,000 subscribers. I was watching Coach Greg. We were watching Coach Greg and him, like, back in the day. They both did all that. I, I liked them back then better, though. It's just a shame how they have to, they have to, um... Push their brand now. Yeah. But I still Derek still makes good videos. He definitely does, and he's definitely still Greg's super smart, kinda, but... I feel like at some point, you've kind of covered everything in bodybuilding. Not, like, everything, but, like, Derek, he's been doing it for years now. It's, like, what yeah. new stuff can you really talk about? Well, I mean, there is always new, like, compounds coming out, and there's new, like, there's new things he could talk about for sure. It's just that he has to, he has to go with the demand, and the demand of the general population is, like, drama, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like... I get it. It's, like, videos of... It's unfortunate. Yeah, he kind of talked about it recently that it's, like, business... Like, he's yeah. a businessman now. Like, he has to make business decisions. The thing is, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I think I, I don't blame at all. I do the like same thing. His probably, videos but. are now, like... It's, like, he reacts to, like, TikToks of, like, gym drama and everything. There was a couple months back, there was this video of someone uh, smashing a 25-pound plate on someone's head doing skull crushers. <laughs> I saw that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like he stays, like, somewhat, like, fairly good, like, on, like, his, like, uh, like first main agenda. Like, it was, like, he still, like, stays true to himself, I feel like. He still talks about it's, like... Yeah. I don't know pharmacology and stuff like that. He still yeah. like he still relates it to his own interest. Still, he still he, he breaks down videos and into his own like, where it's just like his own realm. Sort of. Yeah, where so like Greg is not. just Greg is just there yelling at the guy. Like, Greg is just oh you're I wrong. don't like just, okay. I like <laughs> I like Greg, Greg changed a lot. Greg Greg used to be like he used to be a big nerd too. Like he do he do long breakdowns of SARMs and stuff too. And like you're just a really smart dude. He's not saying he's not now, but like he's changed a lot. He kind of just like I don't. Well, now he's, I can't take his videos. It's just too much. Now he's kind of a, like I'm aimed to be is like teaches people how to lose weight and the basics of it. Yeah, yeah. and that's very vital. Like I do like that. Like he he, he just calls out the stupid like the bullcrap basically and just like tells it how it is. Like for like a beginner, like it's everything he says is like he just it's, like it's right. It's right. Yeah, he's, most he, of it at least. Except, I like that. except for his testosterone claims. His testosterone claims. <laughs> he's yeah. gonna push his product. He got it. He's a business. He is a businessman. He's just trying to sell his freaking cookbook, dude. <laughs> That's all he does. Every <laughs> time he censors a swear word, it he goes cook- cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. No, I used to. No, I don't know. I don't. I like Greg, but he's just. He comes, he's too much. He's fucking yelling all the time. Well, that's that's entertaining though. That's why he gets that, his views. The, that's his I, brand. I, understand I, I like what he pushes. I like that he pushes people how to. He teaches people how to lose weight, the basics, and everything. Like that's yeah. that's what I want to push because that's what I know and I know what works. Yeah. yeah. Like for, there's no doubt. Like if someone wants like good information, you go to Greg Doucette's channel, like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like the starter channel. It's a starter. Yeah. And then you move on to more plates, more dates. And then it's very, it's, it's I think <laughs> it's then, very you go to Huber, then you go to human lab and then you go to, <laughs> and you have no Harvard idea what he's talking what's, about. What's the other guy's name? Um, he, the lion. He has the lion. Oh, Leo. 
Leo, Leo Longevity. Yeah, yeah. He is, uh, I really like Leo. Um, yeah, Leo Longevity is another good channel. Um, he used to be big with, he used to uh, do a lot of podcasts with Boston Lloyd, but then ever since Boston Lloyd passed away, he hasn't really made too many more. But Boston Lloyd's that, uh, did I show you that transformation? Craziest yeah. transformation of all time, and then Boston I, Lloyd. In the dirt bike hack, or the no. motorcycle accident. Right? That's a different guy. No, that's Riley Pelfy. Yeah, he was like 19, wasn't he? Yeah, that, that's, that's sad. Really his physique was insane, though, Probably for being 19. Yeah. yeah. It he, was wild. I used man. to watch his videos all the time. He had good shit. I liked I, him. I never watched his videos. I just learned about him when he, when he passed away, but He's he was fucking massive. crazy. Like, yeah. he was going to be, like, like one of the best, like, ever. He's well, his goal was to be the first, the, the youngest uh, classic pro. That's, like... Yeah, he could have been, too. He could have been. What's the youngest classic pro? Like classic physique, he was trying but to. But like what, like age? I'm saying. Oh, I'm not sure what Wasn't it is. Jeff Side, the youngest pro. Jeff C. How do you say? It? I don't know. Jeff Side. I'm not sure. I think it. he might have been. The, did Anthony ever? Is Anthony get a pro card yet? I think he placed. He placed third. I don't know if that gets a pro card though. Remember when Anthony uh, gained thirty pounds in like seven days? <laughs> you remember yeah. that? That's yeah. definitely all for YouTube though too. Not, no, all, definitely not all of it, but like it, definitely it just made like for a good stop. YouTube video. No, it did, yeah. It was, no such, it, was such, it was such clickbait. Pro cards are like <laughs> easier to get these days now, though, and like a lot of people talk about that. Like before Boston died, like he didn't even get his pro card. Like, he, he didn't have the best genetics, but he still looked like a freak. But anyways, like he, he said his goal was to reject reject a pro card, like to make like a statement. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just like, I don't know, he was mad because he's like, this is it's easy to get it these days and just, I don't know. Oh, I see. He's, he's an interesting guy. I don't know. Different. What was the... You had one question that you asked me in the car. What was your question? Oh. Would you rather have, like, complete... um, Complete uh, regulation in terms of laws, like they, everything's monitored, or none at all? Everything is monitored, I think. I'd rather have none at all. I would I always said none at all. That's what I said immediately. Because... It's that's a hard question, though. But eventually, really if everything's monitored, it. people are going to start rebelling. Yeah, eventually, it's and it's going to revert back to. Nothing. Or are we? Are we like yeah, including that in the? Like we're including those that situation in the hypothetically. I felt he's crazy. Like he's because like every once in a while they do the demonstrations on people. I, he hasn't done one on me yet, but like there's other black belt. His name's Chad. I don't know his last name either. But uh, he like did a demonstration on me. Like, you just like tell like. He's on top of you, and you're like, destroy you. <laughs> like, he can do anything he wanted. Oh, shit. Well, that's all right. God damn it. You can continue. Oh, can we? Yeah, we can just put a little audio spectrum going over it, make it look good. Okay, that's fair. No, and then, uh, like, yeah, he's, like, when he's on top of you, like, you can, like, just the way he uses weight. He didn't even, like, do any, like, uh submissions or, like, like moves or anything. He just, like, the way he has weight on you, like, you can't move or do anything. You're like, this guy can just do whatever he wants with me. And, like, one time, like, he was, it's called Kamara. See the submission, like, where you, like, put stress on your shoulder. And Russ was like, I can't feel it, like, because Jay was doing it on him. And he's like, who can't feel it? And he went <laughs> over and did it on Russ. He's like, Russ is like, like it was, <laughs> it's crazy. So what made you get into this? I've always been interested into it. I mean, so is Russ, haven't you? Like, yeah. Because it's like watching Joe Rogan. He's a black belt. It's like all these other people. And I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's not really, like, a big physical thing. I mean, it's your physical taxing it is physical but like it's more just like problem solving and mental like a lot of a lot of like uh highly established people like to like do jujitsu i've always been interested to do it like i always wanted like to take some sort of um 
fighting. Mixed martial arts. Yes. Martial arts. Some martial arts. Just like be able to defend myself, like my family, if I ever needed to. It's not like I want to go out there and just like, 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 hey, fucker, you want to fight? Yeah, like, go to the sky, the I street. Just, <laughs> I just feel like it's like a, there's like a, there's only a, there's a confidence you can only attain just by knowing that you can just like kick someone's ass. Not that yeah. you need to, but like, just like knowing that like if you're in any situation, you can just absolutely destroy someone. I feel like that's like very valuable. Just the way you carry yourself. And like, the whole thing is like, they'll tell you the first day is like, well, they didn't tell us, but like, most jiu-jitsu people or people that know martial arts is like the biggest thing is don't fight. Well, like, yeah, no one yeah. wants to fight. Yeah, like you know, if there's a way to get out, get out because it's like the stakes are too high. It's not worth it to fight. Yeah. But, but it's I way rather knowing you can. Yeah, I way rather be it's the person who is like sense confident of confidence. and know that you can fight versus the person who like doesn't ever need to use it. Like it's like the one quote: uh, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. Like, why would I? Just having that ability is nice. Exactly, and it's the way you carry yourself. I feel like it translates. Same thing, it's just like physique and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, the same, I was about to say, it's the same thing as bodybuilding. Exactly. It's like just, so. just having that bigger physique gives you more perks no, and more it's just, confidence. And it's just very good, just like, I think it's cognitively, like I said, it's very problem solving. It's like chess. It's honestly like chess. Like, that's how uh, Joe Rogan described it. It's just like, it's just like high level problem solving with dire consequences. That's what he says. It's like all it is. Same thing yeah, as chess. So, it's, I don't know. It's very interesting. I'd like to do it. You should, if you have the ability to. You should. I've only done three days so far, but um, it's very. Do you even know what like? Do you know what jujitsu is? It's more defense, right? Like grappling. It's grappling. It's kind of like, it's kind of like wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not striking like you punch people. It's uh. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you try to people and put people in submissions and stuff like that, or it's like yeah, make them so they're like useless. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about it so far, Rose? I love it. It's have too much to say like you kind of covered all all of it but yeah it's it's really really unique i'm glad that i joined it for sure yeah it's been an interest of mine for a very long time i just like never got like the ball because it's kind of scary like you go in there because you like they're these high level people like like the black belts like i don't know there's the first time joining a gym yeah you go by yourself it's scary i'm I'm glad i I went with russ and jay we're all signed up and so we went together and like they're just doing these things like like the warm-ups like things like it's like almost like Russ said. It's like playing a sport again, like in high school, and yeah, like that's what I felt like for me. It's like like it's like these uh like warm ups for basketballs, you know, like just like do like ball handling, dribbles, stuff like that. Yeah. Like you do like warm up stuff for jujitsu, and like you just like don't know what they're doing. Like it's very intimidating. Yeah. Like, like when I the first yeah. time I went up against like a random this last session it was yesterday actually I went up against a random guy. I was sparring with some dude I ne- I didn't even know. It was like it was like comparable to like being. Placed in a, like a varsity game for the first time, it's like I don't know what to expect. It's like, scary. I'm, I'm yeah, in a physical sense. altercation with this guy. I don't even know. I have to try to pin him down. Like, it's yeah. But no, it's unique. fun though. It feels really good. Like when you're done with it, you're just like talking with like people like yeah, about the movies and stuff like that. And I feel like main reason also I want to do is like if I'm gonna be like, like a high value man or something like a high value man, just like a man in general. I feel like I just need to be able to defend myself, not only myself but like people I love too. Like I don't want to have to yeah. be second thoughts about it. So, like, that's probably one of the main reasons. But, no, it's fucking sick. Talking about high-value men, what do you think of uh, Hustle University, Nick? I don't use it at all. But you you did pay for it. I did. And it closed. (laughs) You see that? Is it? Is it? closed. His pyramid scheme ended? He closed it because he just said, like, he had some reason. But I think he's opening up, like, in a certain amount of time again. I don't know. I think he's using it just a way to get people to, like, think it's scarce so that more people will join. Yeah, just 100% just to make money. Yeah. Because there no, would be better ways to do it. No, because he announced I was closing. I'm like, fuck, maybe I should join. Because I don't, <laughs> don't want to miss out if like, something's happening, you know? 
Yeah. Is it like closed to everybody, even the people that were in it? No, or just closed, closed to people to that new people joining. Uh, okay. I think it might have reopened though, because like I saw a post like said, next seventy two hours, Hustle University will reopen. Oh, okay. But yeah. So did you actually learn anything from any courses in there? I did learn a little bit about copywriting, but I was not it, really interested in it. Was so. it worth fifty dollars a month? I mean, I it probably would be if I actually cared enough about it, but no, I don't care about enough about like anything in there. But I like the concept of it. It's true. It's like, why would you pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a professor when you could pay fifty dollars a month to somebody that's actually made the money doing it? But yeah, you'd have no way to know if they've actually made the money doing that's it. Or not, so that's what I was about to ask you. Like, how do you know that they actually have yeah, credentials you don't, for it? So I don't know. I was going to say, um, could be yeah. some guy Andrew Tate picked up off the street to talk about this. Yeah, speaking on, like, that same note, what do you guys think about, like, uh, traditional education, like, college and shit like that? Don't. What's your thoughts on it? I think there's nothing I wrong with college except about it. the price of it. It costs way too much for no reason, especially when most educations, you could probably get the same level of knowledge on YouTube. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's completely useless. But yeah, we literally like, just pay for a piece of paper. I feel like it's more useless yeah. now than it was before. Yeah, yeah, before it was vital. Like, yeah, like there's a lot more access to information now. Yeah, like Elon Musk said, it's like, like your education isn't special. Like, you go to Harvard, you're not going to get a better education than like say community college or even like all the information's out there. It basically just the certificate and the paper. Yeah, like that's what you're paying for. Yeah, that's someone has a Harvard paper. You're going to take that over a Masabi, and which seems really weird because like, no, yeah, and as soon as you like get in, like you basically like did all the work that needs to be done to. Get hard because like you don't learn anything special there. No, it's all in the screening process. The the highly reputable people that these people are hire that hiring from Harvard, they're only hiring them because of the screening process that that they had to go through to get into Harvard. That's all it is. It seems weird. Then like, why do they want certain people into Harvard if it's like it's like they're not offering anything special? Like, why is that? It's, like a, it's like a cult almost. It's like probably it's like because of the past, they probably did offer something special with the. Because they have probably had more information in the past than these yeah. community colleges and other colleges that are lower on the quote unquote. And even they, they have a lot more money and resources too. Like for example, like it, there is a difference. Like for example, like I'm going to Scalaska, like I do research there or whatever. Like we, we there's a lot of like equipment and um, instruments that we don't have like to do research, like chemical research. And my my professor would always be like, "Yeah, I mean, we don't have these this machine or that machine. I guarantee you, Harvard or Stanford would probably have it, but we don't, so we can't do this." It's like, well. Like if people yeah. are gonna start rebelling, or are we gonna um, just go like? If it, no, if, if it stays, if it stays like this, like it's always regulated, I still wouldn't want that. But that's a dangerous no. assumption because I mean, look at North Korea. Well, no, no, like, like just, no, just assume. I just assume for a bit. It's gonna just gonna be completely monitored. You can't do anything about it. It for me, it would just like become like almost like a black mirror esque like civilization. It feels like there'd be less purpose to live. It would just be so black and white, and it kind of just like sad. Boring. Exactly. It'd be so boring. Like the Giver. Yeah, or the Giver movie. A lot of people black. die. That's for sure. But yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I don't think anyone would no, die. No, because I feel like it would be Russia. Like if you rebel against the government, they'll just kill you. Well, yeah, but if you there's know? if there's no there's no rules, someone doesn't like you. You're fucking dead. So yeah, but, but if you're I feel alive, like there'd be less fun. I feel like there'd be conflict, but I feel like there'd be conflict in different ways. I feel like people would actually have to help each other. I rather have. I feel like the hierarchy would establish itself in a more higher in a more um meaningful manner yeah, like you yeah. know what i mean I it, think would, it would be natural selection at its finest and like, like you give you purpose and like, yeah, i'd rather take physical harm and like physical like uh 
like damage i'll say i would not damage but like the threat yeah like the threat of that like over just like having spiritually and just like like mentally like having no purpose like but if we just transfer tomorrow to having no rules we already (laughs) have the infrastructure and everything like we could still be a functioning society yeah what do you mean like by no rules i think I mean, like, I no speed no limit, no murder, like, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so no laws. Complete, just Back in the Stone Ages, total yes. anarchy. I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like no matter what happens, if you let things happen, eventually we're going to go back to, there's a go- There's going to be a government of some sort. It or if there's 100%. I think the only thing that people revert to is, like, in the middle. I think. Like, I feel I like you would never stay without, either way, without rules. Either side of the spectrum you go on. So it's going to revert back to how it is right now. That's going to say. Because if you said there's no rules, I think within a a day, you would have a group of people that are like, we don't kill people. Or you'd have a whole town that's like, all right, we are not allowing murder here. If you kill anybody, we're going to. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is, like, it's not realistic to say either of those uh, hypotheticals that they would stay that way because it's just like, it's a natural cycle, I feel like, almost. Yeah. Like, it it would have to. If you have no rules, there's going to be people who establish themselves as the top of the line people. Yeah. And they're going to be the new. There's always Ooh. hierarchies. Yeah, hierarchies. And if there's hierarchies, there's going to be rules, and there's going to like that's the thing. Like, there's like Jordan Peterson's talking about hierarchies. He's known for that. People say like hierarchies are like naturally bad and stuff like that, and like that we should just like, get rid of them. But like, thing is like, it's a natural law of life. Like, there's going to be hierarchies. And this there's how, hierarchy with everything. This, this is how I explained it. Like, people like there's problems in life, obviously, and you want those problems to be solved. So how do you do that? And so you want the best person to solve those problems, and boom, right there's a hierarchy right there. You want to incentivize the person that's best solving the problems. Well, you want someone with an IQ of 80 yeah, exactly. solving, trying to get you to Mars. Like, no, yeah. you want someone with an IQ of And then, boom, there's a hierarchy. There's some people that are better at solving certain problems, and you want to incentivize them because not only is it better for that person, uh, they'll get more wealth or whatnot, whatever resources for solving those problems, but also uh, you'll get better things because they're more efficient at solving the problems. They're, yeah. like It's just better. Like, you need hierarchies in order to have a good civilization. It doesn't work. It's not like you need it, but like it, it would literally, it literally just happen. Yeah, everything like, would. There's a hierarchy with everything. It's like you look at, like you have a solar system. Even you yeah. got the sun. That's if it explodes, it destroys everything. And you got the planets, and then you got moons. Yeah, like it's still a hierarchy. It's just a, a natural way. law of life. Yeah. Exactly. No, I just find that very interesting. So you would say that you would have no rules. Yeah, I think you'd have more of a purpose with no rules. What did you? Uh, you never I asked think, it. I think with no rules, it, what I, like I said before, there's gonna be that group at the top, and then it's gonna be super regulated anyway, because they're just gonna regulate everything else. Yeah, I'd rather have. I but feel there like would you, be no you, you go to one side of the spectrum, and basically, eventually, you get to the other side. I'd rather just no matter which way you go. I feel like if you um, go if you go with with a lot of rules, then people are gonna break those rules, and there's gonna be no rules, and then you're on this side. But the thing is now. We're not allowed. To, we're not allowed. We're not allowed to challenge the top because if you do, you get shunned. You get thrown in prison. You get canceled on social media. I mean, you see it every day. You challenge the government. Goodbye, because the government's Wait, the government's man. clearly the best. But if someone else, you know what I mean? If the hierarchy was reestablished, there would be no hesitation to challenge. But the that's top. the same thing with. It's the same thing everywhere, like because even when you have the hundred percent rule, like North Korea, you don't get canceled, but you'll get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like no matter what. There's going to be the people that rebel, and there's going to be consequences with that. But I think, and I agree with what you said. Do you guys see that uh, Andrew Tate got banned on Facebook and Instagram? Mm-hmm. What did he get banned for? for? Just, yeah. being, I don't, just being him. I'm not sure. Basically, uh, I don't know. What, what was your, no, what do you think about your question? What would you say? Rules or no rules? 
Because you never asked, you never told me. I think it's a very complicated question, but um, probably, yeah, I don't know. Well, you, you got to answer you're it. Gotta, uh, you're the probably, kids, probably, <laughs> probably no rules because I feel like I would like I would like the opportunity for people to challenge one another and like establish actually who belongs at the top versus actually who belongs at the bottom versus just pretending one's the best pretending. You know what I mean? I agree with that completely. Actually, yeah, that's right. not saying we should have like no laws, but I feel like. I'd way rather have the consequences of having no laws and people like being a little bit of hardship than having to deal with just like complete regulation. Like I just, that's so sad to me. I just like. It's sad because like, like uh, I was telling you about that post that, uh, that, um, sorry, uh, uh, the Andrew Tate thing, that guy that I follow Russo lifts on Instagram. He's, he said, he's like, he didn't agree with a lot of Andrew Tate's uh, stuff that he posts, but he doesn't agree with, uh, canceling him and, um, banning him because now you can no longer agree to disagree and that's you know what i mean it just yeah it just like bans it like the whole it's conversation the yeah. way to think it's exactly. forcing you to think in one way or it's forcing you like to have a closed mind that's just like the same thing that like Elon Musk said on twitter like he's like he's not like i mean i think he leans right and like i think he's republican somewhat i feel yeah. like in his uh ideologies for politics but he's saying like i want it to be 100 percent fair i'm not going to ban and like because like, it's important to have conversations, whether you agree with the person yeah. or not. You, that's that's healthy. You should disagree with people. If you were to ban someone like they did with Andrew Tate, you're basically saying that guy's wrong. Yeah, and, and you're then saying the other group is right. You're completely exactly. eliminating the ability to think about the opposite argument. Yeah, mm-hmm. which, like you said, it's just completely eliminates an open mind. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you there's more regulation stuff like that, that's the type of shit that would happen more often. Like that, that is what would happen if there's more regulation. Yeah. And I just prefer if there's no regulation having to deal with the other negatives of that than having to deal with everything censored, everything regu- like that just sounds like a horrible civilization. Well, you me. already see like the civilization we have now. When you yeah. look at it as a whole, it's pretty boring. Like yeah. it's boring and sad. Like people work eight hours a day, go home, a lot of them drink because they hate their lives, and then they wake up, do the same thing every day. It's a terrible life. Yeah, in a way, we're almost like complete, not complete regulated, but we are we're, we're regulated not on paper, completely. like just like. Kind of like regulated by society by is regulated human nature sort and of. Furthermore, yeah. like to go to go back to the thing where the government's on top and like they always win. Like I read this post on Instagram the other day. Actually, um, ever since Nixon took us off the gold standard, um, which is the gold standard, we're basically uh, mo- like our our monetary value is directly correlated to, to amount of gold the tre- oh. in the treasury. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The so you're basically saying money has like no value. That is no bad. Well, it used to be the only saying? amount of money you could print is the amount of money that is in the treasury in yeah. gold. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's a very like very good way to regulate it because now like this guy that I followed, he said it this is the exact words. It turns out that if you can just uh print unlimited resources, aka money, like you will always win. And it's just like um but anyways, to get back to my point, um ever since we got taken off the gold standard, um workers um, wages have been steadily decreasing over the years as the government's spending our debt money. Like, you know, like it's just, and it's, it's and only the price increasing. Of is increasing. And the, everything exactly. increases yeah. while wage decreases. Like, and that's just another factor. Like I thought about when I when I was asking this question. It's like, well, you really want this to keep on going? Like, I'm not. I, I just saw a picture. The minimum wage in Texas is like seven twenty five, and the average cost to rent a single bedroom house or apartment i don't know what kind of house is in bedroom but yeah that it's like two grand 
a month in Texas, and you're like not even close to being able to afford it. Well, Texas is one of the cheaper states to buy real estate too, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me. It's like it's like this. I I saw this one meme. It was like people like this uh, playing the like say like to buy a house like this American Dream stuff like that, and like how. And like how these all these old guys are like asking like five hundred grand for like a house, yeah. but like they bought it for like a couple berries, like, like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, yeah. Because that's how it was. Like you're just like not even that long ago either. Like last generation of like people, like not last year, like two generations ago, like they're buying houses for like unbelievably less like money, and like now it's like you need to like literally like take out like three mortgages to pay yeah, for no, one. It's stupid. Like our house is stupid. Our house was bought for. 120 grand yeah we could probably sell it for like 250 yeah, not crazy. 250 like 220 probably but still a ridiculous amount of money for the kind of house it is it's crazy like i i don't know much about real estate i don't know much about like the housing market but apparently it's like yeah it's crazy right but now also back in about that texas thing you also have to remember that majority of people live in austin houston which are like high-rise apartments so of course those cost more yeah so it it's kind of botched numbers, but still the same. Still representation there. of how yeah. bad it's getting. Danielle brought it, some statistic up to me the other day is like the average uh, average apartment in New York. I think was five thousand a month. Yeah, it's New York is ridiculous, yeah. and you don't. A lot of people and don't make that much money. And in for that five thing. grand, you but you got about the size of this room here. Probably <laughs> yeah, for a whole apartment. Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a big one. Have you seen some of the apartments in New York? You can actually stand in there and do this, and you can touch both walls. They, that's just like not worth it. It's like three grand a month. That's terrible. Yeah, but I in, would not want to live in, in those places. Like you're that. probably making a lot more money though, too, and you have more opportunity to make more money. Yeah, you're yeah. basically just paying for the the whole network of and community of people there, and like the yeah. opportunities. Yeah, because it's, I mean, yeah, in Mountain Iron, you're not going to find the same opportunities in New York City. Yeah, but even there's in, just not as much demand for for a place here than in New York. Yeah, but even in like Los Angeles, like uh, Eric was talking about getting an apartment down there, and for like a two bedroom living room full kitchen apartment, it's only like thirty two hundred, and that's in like either L A or San Diego. That's interesting. So another know. very high demand place has pretty cheap rental prices. Yeah, Bryce was Bryce was looking at places down in Arizona, and the size of the the apartments down there wasn't too bad. I don't know the exact numbers. But yeah, because Arizona, I think Arizona, that whole, like, I think Arizona is pretty cheap. I think the whole like desert area is yeah, pretty cheap. I think it makes where, sense. I think that's it's like hundred every day. But yeah, no one wants to. But people problem. move there for no income. That Texas, at least, because there's no state income tax, so yeah. people are constantly moving there. I would like to live in Texas. I feel like Texas is sick. I'm going there after high school. Straight I would like to, to live in Vegas. I like to live in the South. South. In Gulf South, yeah. I'm that's what. That's what. That's why Bryce. No, I think I'm, not telling my, I'm not telling my plan on a podcast. But <laughs> big money moves. Is that is that what you told me about? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll come with you. <laughs> do it, do it. Big money moves. I don't care. <laughs> no, but I definitely want to live like. I don't want. I want to live in like a higher populated populated area than like obviously the Iron Range. So basically anything else. You want to live in like a suburb. Yeah, outside of the main city, but you could still drive to a main city. Exactly. I don't want, but I don't want to like move to LA or New York just like that because like that'd be fun. I feel like, but also it's like. I can't. I'd be mad. so burnt out of that so fast. I couldn't imagine that. I, just I love living in Duluth, honestly. Duluth is very nice. Like it's a very like good balance. So it's kind of like a whole suburb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and stuff it, to do, but 
And if you like want, like I mean, two hours is a lot. But like, if you really like want to do something in the cities, or like you need like two hours, it's not bad. Mm. Like you, a lot better than cities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what are you gonna do on the Iron Range though? Like, what's it? nothing? There's nothing to do. No, but where would you where would you want to live, Russ? You said you want to live in Las Vegas. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I was listening Why to Las Jay, Vegas? Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder, talk about he he lived in Las Vegas like throughout his whole career, and he said he just loves it there because the city never sleeps. He go anywhere, middle of the night, three in the morning, and places are open, people are moving. I like I like that idea. Yeah, that sounds and it's nice climate and just I don't know. Fuck all that. I'm not living in the United States, actually. I'm going to somewhere else. I don't know. I'm going to go to Romania with Andrew oh, Tate. <laughs> yeah, no, Andrew Tate convinced me to not live in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna just travel. I feel like everyone says that, but like I would like to experience oh. anything other than yeah. Western culture. Like, yeah. I feel like that is important for everyone to experience, like to realize how regulated and how many things like that we cannot do here. Like They say it's land of the free and all, and like it is. It's a, it's a great place to live. It's a safe good place to live but like until you go to a different country like when we went to mexico for example like it's a big culture shock like it's pretty sick the amount of things that you could do there that we can't do here is just it's indescribable really i think the way that people look at it like if you're like a normal person in the united states like you're feeling all these other countries but if you're a rich person in these like thir- not third world countries but they're pretty third world <laughs> like i don't want mexico's not a third world country but it's not these lesser countries yeah. if you're a rich person there then you have the absolute freedom because you have a lot more pull. Literally, exactly, because you literally are like, you basically just like have stock in the country at that point. No, like, you. Because if like you have Andrew Tate was talking about, he's like, if you some dude got pulled over doing one sixty, and he went to jail for three months in the United States, and Andrew Tate's like, I got pulled over doing one sixty two weeks ago. I gave the guy a fifty and he let me go. <laughs> that's yeah, it, no, it's true. Like in Mexico, that's what they do. Exactly yeah. what they told us. Like right when we got into like the van to go, he's like, yeah, if we get pulled over, just. Give them money. <laughs> well, because I don't think people understand, like, the, the government and the police in Mexico is the cartel. Like, no, it is. It's the same. <laughs> so, like, the that's cartel like, said for every member that they arrest, they'll kill a police officer in Mexico. That's what the cartel said. Yeah. So, no one messes with the cartel. But, yeah, and then $20 American in Mexico is, like, half a year's wage. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's the... What's, like, the exchange rate for, like, the Venezuelan currency? It's, like, crazy. It's, like, it's $1 like, like, a billion Venezuelan <laughs> <Yeah>. dollars. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> no, have you heard about the Zimbabwe dollar? They had a whole crisis where, like, it's so stupid. I think it was, like, $1 American was, like, or a loaf of bread or something was, like, $41 trillion Zimbabwe dollars. <laughs> that's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. The hell. No, that's oh, why you don't print money. Exactly. And yeah. then you look at it, you're, like, oh, the... Germany did that after World War II to pay for all their stuff, and then their dollar, they couldn't, like, buy bread with less than a billion, whatever. But then the United States is like, hey, let's do that. Yeah, I'm so confused, because, like, I feel like, I mean, obviously I've seen it happen, I've heard it through, like, through history, but I feel like that's common sense, like, that if you print more of something just for no reason that has no, like, like actual backing up for it, you're just just diluting the value of it. Like, that just seems... Yeah. How would just printing money just make you have more money? (laughs) It's not how it works. That's also why these countries are not very... They're, they're poorer countries. No, but we're, we're doing they're it. They're not as smart. But, yeah, like, but we, that's like the point that's is that the saying. United States was like, hey, they made the mistake of doing it. Clearly, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it too. <laughs> that's what I was saying when, when Richard took us, when Nixon took us off the gold standard. Like, that's that's basically what happened. Yeah. And it just screwed everyone up except the higher ups in the government. Which is probably why they took it off the gold standard. Because they're probably like, oh, rich people are going to get catapulted and then there are going to be less opportunity for people to take over. <laughs> How many like uh, 
this is like this like this big discussion of how like, how Putin's like actually like the richest person alive. I've ever heard that. Yeah. Do, like how many people do, do you think? Do you think there's like all, like are like more wealthy people than like Elon Musk? Do you think there's one hundred percent? No, Putin like is one hundred percent more wealthy. You think so? One hundred percent. He runs Russia. He could literally <laughs> say, "Give me that Mega Mansion, and it's his." Yeah. No one can stop him. That's kind of crazy. That's how he is. If you if you say no, he'll just shoot you in the head and take it. How did Putin ever get into power? How does that like? It used to be a somewhat democracy. I think he got elected into it. And then he completely changed it to a dictatorship. It was like, it's mine. <laughs> Dude, he's a killer, too. Like, isn't he, he's, he's in like, the KGB. He's in the KGB. He like He's like a black belt in like some martial Everything arts. Everything. Probably. Like, probably everything. That's definitely how he got elected. It's because he is in the KGB. Yeah. That makes he, sense. He and it was because the there was the transition from the USSR. I don't think it, I don't think Russia. it was ever like a democracy though. It wasn't democracy, but I think it was, no, but it, it wasn't. Always, it, it wasn't, wasn't less <laughs> It wasn't always. Putin. <laughs> not even a dictatorship. It's just Putin. <laughs> it, it's not even a name for the government. It's Putin. Exactly. Yeah, and have you ever seen like how cheap it is for things involving the government and like even South Korea? What like South Korea seems I don't know exactly like any negatives of South Korea, but I've seen. Like, the price to have a baby in the United States is, like, $20,000. Like, out of pocket after insurance, $20,000. And in South Korea, it was, like, 160 U.S. dollars. Jeez. And there's just a bunch. I keep seeing videos about South Korea for some reason, but it just seems like a very well-established first world country. Don't you want to go to South Korea? Or is that Japan? Japan, too. Japan would be sick. I've been watching yeah. videos of PewDiePie wanna, living in Japan, and I want to go. you want to go there, or do you want to live there? Go there first. I don't know. Yeah, he's not. Well, I've watched PewDiePie like, his videos, and I'm like, hey, that seems like a cool place to live. But I don't know. I feel like I'd have to be there. Yeah, I think it'd be a big shock. But like, well, because like, there've been, I saw a whole thing on Twitter. It was like fifty fifty split because this black lady went to some country, and she was like a celebrity there because she was the only person of color there. So people were like taking pictures with her, and she was like all hyped about it. Yeah, this is cool. Like everyone loves me here, cause no one was like mean to her about it. But then, like a bunch of people were like, "Oh, that's terrible." But yeah. I feel like that's how it'd be if I went to Japan. Like you yeah. just look so you don't look like drastically different, but like you look quite a bit different. People know you. It's like a if you like see a Japanese person up here, people will. I think look twice at them. I think it's like not narrow. Just an uncommon, like, uncommon place to be. Yeah, so then I feel like people will just be looking at you all the time, and you kind of be. Yeah, but I feel like it's more common in the United States because, like, we're, like, all immigrants. Like, yeah. Everyone re- originates from immigrants. But, like, Japan, I feel like, if you're, like, a Caucasian male. You're that, like. You'd be like, fine there, though. I feel like there's so many Caucasian males who go there that you'd be yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a big, big problem. No, I don't think like, anyone. And I think Japan is a much better established country than the United States also after we nuked them. Like, they kind of established. I'm not, no, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> That's him. not what I meant, though. But, like, actually, like, we nuked them. They had to reestablish a democracy, and they outdid their democracy. They outdid our democracy, from what I've seen. Yeah, what what are their democracy now? Or have they always been? They're, it's similar to the United States. It's a, some different kind of democracy. Yeah, my la- I, don't, I lack a lot of knowledge when it comes to... Geography. That's from CIA World Factbook. Oh yeah, that's right. I did that same thing. I for whatever reason I don't remember it. Yeah, it's like a parliamentary democracy or something. I Dude, before I took world history last year, like I honestly like didn't know 
any geography, not world history. Yeah, it was a world history. Like, ge- I didn't know any geography or anything. Yeah. Like, I didn't know where any countries were. Like, I didn't. I actually learned quite a, like, a lot more than I realized I did from that class. Like, I'm really bad when it comes to, like. And I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. But. I don't know. There, there are definitely better places to be than the United States. Yeah. Just, I just want to explore. We, should, we need to do a trip with the boys to, like, Europe. Or I know. My parents were like, hey, for a grad party, let's get a bunch of food trucks. I'm like, no, just give me the money that you'd spend on the food trucks and I'll go somewhere. So I'm saying. We yeah. go to Mexico, too. We'll go to Mexico. We got to go to Japan. We always say we're going to do the stuff we never do. Like, we gotta do well, it we can actually do it after basketball this year because there's literally nothing that's going to hold us back. Yeah. No, Mexico is really sick. I want to. I'll see what. I can't wait till like one of us gets married. That was so sick. The bachelor party. Yeah, it's fun for a night, and then you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> no more trips. <laughs> no more trips ever. <laughs> yeah. I can't for, wait for Russ's bachelor party. We go to a UFC fight. We'll be going to my UFC fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in jiu-jitsu now. Yeah, we should talk about jiu-jitsu. I don't know what I've only entails, so... so I don't know how to describe it. We've only, uh, we took three days, so we're nowhere. Where, where did you do this? It's in Hibbing. It's called Iron Academy. Oh, you know what? Uh, Kaylin told me that their teacher was her old Taekwondo teacher. Yeah, yeah. he used to teach Taekwondo. He, does, he only yeah. does jiu-jitsu now. But yeah, he's our, his name's Shane. He's a good guy. I don't know his last name. I just know him by Professor Shane. We need to get him on the podcast. He's actually a very good guy. I don't know if he would, but he'd hop on the podcast. I talked to him. He's very nice. And he's a black belt. He's crazy. Like, he's... Because, like, every once in a while, they do the demonstrations on people. Uh, he hasn't done one on me yet, but, like, there's another black belt. His name's Chad. I don't know his last name either. But uh, he, like, did a demonstration on me. And like, you just, like, tell, like, he's on top of you. And you're, like, destroy you. He's, like, he can do anything he wanted. Oh, shit. Well, that's all right. God damn it. You can continue. Oh, can you? Yeah, we can just put a little audio spectrum going over it. Make it look good. Okay. That's fair. No, and, uh, like, yeah, he's, like, when he's on top of you, like, you can, like, just the way he uses weight, he didn't even like do any like uh submissions or like like moves or anything. He just like the way he has weight on you, like you can't move or do anything. You're like this guy can just do whatever he wants with me. And like one time, like he was it's called Kamara. Let's see the submission, like we like put stress on your shoulder. And Russ was like, I can't feel it, like because Jay was doing it on him, and he's like, Who can't feel it? And he went <laughs> over and did it on Russ. He's like, Russ is like, like it was, <laughs> it's crazy. So what made you get into this? I've always been interested into it. I mean, so is Ross Avenue. Like, yeah. Because it's like watching Joe Rogan. He's a black belt. It's like all these other people. And I feel like, I don't know, it's it's not really like a big physical thing. I mean, it's really physical taxing. It is physical, but like it's more just like problem solving and mental. Like a lot of, a lot of like uh, highly established people I just feel like do jujitsu. I've always been interested in doing it. Like I always wanted like to take some sort of... Um, Fighting. Mixed martial arts. Yes. Martial arts. Some martial arts. Just, like, be able to defend myself, like, my family, if I ever needed to. It's not like I want to go out there and just, like, like, like hey, yeah. fucker, you want to fight? Yeah, like, go to the sky the I street. Just, <laughs> I just feel like it's, like, a, just like a, there's only a, there's a confidence you can only attain just by knowing that you can just, like, kick someone's ass. Not that yeah. you need to, but, like, it's, like, knowing that, like, if you're in any situation, you can just absolutely destroy someone. I feel like that's, like, very valuable. Just the way you carry yourself. And, like, the whole thing is, like, they'll tell you the first day is, like, well, they didn't tell us, but, like, most jiu-jitsu people or people that know martial arts is like the biggest thing is don't fight. Yeah, like no one wants to fight. Yeah, like you know, if there's a way to get out, get out because it's like the stakes are too high. It's not worth it to fight. Yeah. But 
but it's I way rather knowing you can. Yeah, I way rather be the person who is like sense confident of and know that you can fight versus the person like doesn't ever need to use it. Like it's like the one quote: uh, "I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war." Yeah. Like, why would I? Just having that ability is nice. Exactly, and it's the way you carry yourself. I feel like it translates. Same thing. It's just like physique and stuff like that. Yeah, like, it's the same. As what I say, it's the same thing with bodybuilding. Exactly. It's like just, so. just having that bigger physique gives you more perks no, and more just, confidence. And it's very good. Just like I think it's cognitively, like I said, it's very problem solving. It's like chess. It's honestly like chess. Like that's how uh, Joe Rogan described it. It's just like it's just like high level problem solving with dire consequences. That's what he says. It's like all it is. Same thing yeah, as chess. Sense. So it's, I don't know. It's very interesting. I'd like to do it. You should if you have the ability to. You should. I've only done three days so far. But um, it's very. Do you even know what like? Do you know what jujitsu is? It's more defense, right? Like grappling. It's grappling. It's like it's kind of like wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not striking like you punch people. It's uh. I don't know how to explain it. You just like try to people and put people in submissions and stuff like that, or it's like yeah, make them so they're like useless. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about it so far, Russ? I love it. It's I don't know. I don't have too much to say. Like you kind of covered all all of it, but yeah, it's it's really. Really unique. I'm glad that I joined it for sure. Yeah, it's been an interest of mine for a very long time. I just like never got like the ball because it's kind of scary. Like you go in there because you like they these high level people like like the black belts. Like I don't know. There's the first time joining a gym. Yeah, you go by yourself. It's you scary. Don't know what you're doing. I'm th- I'm glad I, I went with Russ and Jay. Yeah. We're all signed up, and so we went together. And like they're just doing these things, like like the warm ups, like things like it's like almost like Russ said, it's like playing a sport again, like in high school. And yeah, like that's what I felt like for me. It's like like it's like these uh like warm ups for basketballs, you know, like you just like do like ball handling dribbles, stuff like that. Yeah. Like you do like warm up stuff for jujitsu and like you just like don't know what they're doing. Like it's very intimidating. Yeah. Like when I the first yeah. time I went up against like a random this last session, it was yesterday actually, I went up against a random guy. I was sparring with some dude I ne- I didn't even know. It was like it was like comparable to like being placed in like a varsity game for the first time it's like i don't know what to expect it's scary i'm I'm in a physical altercation with this guy i don't even know i have to try to pin him down like yeah no it's fun though it feels really good like when you're done with it you're just like talking with like people like about the movies and stuff like that and i feel like main reason also i want to do is like if i'm going to be like like a high value man or something like a high value man it's like a man in general i feel like i just need to be able to defend myself not only myself but the people i love too like i don't want to have to be second thoughts about it so, like, that's probably one of the main reasons. But, no, it's fucking sick. Talking about high-value men, what do you think of uh, Hustle University, Nick? I don't use it at all. So you you did pay for it. I did. And it <laughs> closed. You see that? Is it? Is it's it? closed. His pyramid scheme ended? He closed it because he just said, like, he had some reason. But I think he's opening up, like, in a certain amount of time again. I don't know. I think he's using it just a way to get people to, be, like, think it's scarce so that more people would join. Yeah, it's 100% just to make money. Yeah. Because there would no, be better ways to do it. No, because he announced that it was closing. I'm like, fuck, maybe I should join. Because I don't, <laughs> don't want to miss out if like, something's happening, you know? Yeah. Or is it like closed to everybody, even the people that were in it? No, or just closed, closed to people to out. New people joining. Oh. Okay. I think it might reopen, though, because like, I saw a post like said, next 72 hours, Hustle University will reopen. Oh, okay. But yeah. So did you actually learn anything from any courses in there? I did learn a little bit about copywriting, but... I was not it, really interested in it. Was so. it worth $50 a month? No. I mean, I it probably would be if I actually cared enough about it. But, no. I don't care about enough about, like, anything in there. But I like the concept of it. It's true. It's like, why would you 
pay $250,000 for a professor when you could pay $50 a month to somebody that's actually made the money doing it. But yeah. you'd have no way to know if they've actually made the money doing that's it or not. So. That's what I was about to ask you. Like, how do you know that they actually have yeah, credentials you for it? So, I don't know. I was going to say, um, could yeah. be some guy Andrew Tate picked up off the street to talk about this. Yeah, speaking on like that same note, what do you guys think about like uh, traditional education, like college and shit like that? Don't. What's your thoughts on it? I think there's nothing I've wrong with college except about it. the price of it. It costs way too much for no reason, especially when most educations you could probably get the same level of knowledge on YouTube. No, oh, yeah, it's it's completely useless. Like, yeah, you literally like, just pay for a piece of paper. I feel like it's more useless yeah. now than it was before. Yeah, yeah. before it was vital. Like, yeah, like there's a lot more access to information now. Yeah, like Elon Musk said, it's like, like your education isn't special. Like, you go to Harvard, you're not going to get a better education than like say community college or even like all the information's out there. Basically, just the certificate and the paper. That's what you're yeah. paying for. Like yeah, that's someone has a Harvard paper. You're going to take that over a Masabi. And which seems really weird because, like, no, yeah, and as soon as you, like, get in, like, you basically, like, did all the work that needs to be done to get Harvard. Because, like, you don't learn anything special there. No, it's all in the screening process. The the highly reputable people that these people are hire, they're hiring from Harvard, they're only hiring them because of the screening process that, that they had to go through to get into Harvard. That's all it is seems weird then like why do they want certain people into harvard if it's like it's like they're not offering anything special like why is that it's, like a, it's like a cult almost it's like probably it's like because of the past they probably did offer something special with the because they probably had more information in the past than these yeah. community colleges and other colleges that are lower on the totem pole and they, they have a lot more money and resources too like for example like it there is a difference like for example, like I'm going to Scholastica, like I do research there or whatever. Like we, we there's a lot of like equipment and um, instruments that we don't have, like to do research, like chemical research. And my my professor would always be like, "Yeah, I mean, we don't have these this machine or that machine. Guarantee you, Harvard or Stanford would probably have it, but we don't, so we can't do this." It's like, well, there's a difference there. Then more resources, and I, they probably do have like specialized professors I'm in some aspect. I'm guessing there's more like. Um, niche programs and stuff like that maybe too like in yeah but the problem I'm with sure. it is it's it's corrupt because it's like specialized to who specialized to like what they want tailored to what they want to yeah, indo- exactly. indoctrinate in in these students and that's i mean i mean it's always gonna happen like i i get that but it, it's kind of frustrating yeah no so are you gonna go to college Blaine? No, i plan on it yeah yes i don't know what i'm doing either so like because I, I feel like i need that certificate to actually get into anything that's like purposeful well yeah i think that for a person who's like not entrepreneur and doesn't really know what they're doing i feel like it's almost like there's like no other way like security wise like it's like the one thing i just like you're going to be secure but like i don't know i just don't know enough about it well it's like if i go to college and get my degree for physical therapy it's like i can go get a job now if i didn't have that what am i going to do yeah nothing's guaranteed I, i can go get a job but i can't Go get a job and something I like. Yeah, it's a, it gives you like almost a guarantee, but not always. So sometimes always. like sometimes people get degrees and it's like not even like worth anything. It can just, it, I guess a lot of degrees that aren't like won't get you a job. I'm, I think. Yeah, it's like people like people are dumb. They just pick like like the most specific like niche things that like only if you like in like one place in the earth <laughs> they're gonna be able to use. <laughs> yeah, <it>. <laughs> like it's <laughs> weird. It'd be like. I don't know, like, but that's probably something they really enjoy. And it's really disappointing that yeah, they this, seem to be this sm- passion of theirs they can't pursue. Cause yeah, they really seem to be smart about though. Like, 
it's not like you you don't want to spend a hundred grand on a paper that won't get you anything yeah you don't need to spend like a hundred grand on like a archaeology degree or something like that when you live in minnesota <laughs> like yeah i mean maybe it's just i don't know but it's like i don't know i feel like there's one like i said beforehand like it's just the sense of security that is involved with college yeah. i feel like it's the big thing mm-hmm. what do you what are you going for for college again i i forget every chemistry you're majoring in chemistry like what are you well, basically biochemistry and maybe chemistry i don't know yeah we'll see but I want to go to like grad school for chemistry. So, good enough. What's like a career job that you would like to? A researcher, like research pharmaceuticals, res- like a like engineer chemicals. Not like a chemical engineer. Um, that's a little different. Uh, basically, I'd like to help old companies develop new uh, um, solutions in, in chemical terms. Basically, do you think that could tie back into fitness and bodybuilding and everything then? Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what got me into it in the first place. Like I would have never, I, I don't think I'd ever get into chemistry if it wasn't for bodybuilding. Which as weird as that sounds, like a lot of people think like the two are completely unrelated, but like bodybuilding is just complete chemistry, biochemistry. That's interesting. Do you think you like de- develop like uh, new PEDs with chemistry? Like oh, you definitely could. Like uh, uh, the pearl hormones were developed. Basically, all the original pearl hormones were developed by one guy. Yes. One guy had, had was working in a research um, lab for some big company, completely unrelated to PEDs or pro hormones whatsoever. But he said he had the equipment and he had the he had the, the the passion and like wanted to wanted to see if he can make new compounds that could increase anabolism, uh, pro hormones, and make them legal. And he developed like tons of them. <laughs> His name's uh, Patrick Arnold. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but he's. Do you make a lot of money? I'm guessing. I'm sure. Yeah, I do. Have. Is that what like you're going out for like research? Like, how do you get like income from research? Like, who hires you? Like, where does your like like Com- you company big companies that have lots of money to spend that want they're look they're looking for something new? You know what I mean? Yeah, something to breakthrough in some yeah. industry. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of like industry chemists do a lot of like consulting work, like. They're be tr- they'll be trying to develop like a cream or something for like your skin or like that's just one example or like a new medicine topical medicine or oral medicine for whatever case and they have no idea because they just they're just the CEO of the company they don't know chemistry they don't know how the body works necessarily they just that's their that's their company and they're like well we need some really smart chemists and get them get them resources and reagents and we'll go to work. It's very interesting. And it's cool because then you're like, if you have the the credentials to do that, like if you went to grad school, for example, then like you're in complete control of the entire project. Like you could tweak yeah. anything you want in any way. People are listening to you, and you're just playing fun in your laboratory. <laughs> that sounds fun. And getting paid for it. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Honestly, I mean, it sounds like I feel like it. The certain person that that job would be, and I feel like you fit that description fairly well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, you've kind of realized that when you had your job because you were research for your job. Yeah, I loved it. Best, by far the best job I ever had. Well, you don't like working at the shop? I like working at the <laughs> shop. It's, it's rewarding, and um, I feel valuable there. Um, I feel like I, I have a certain level of importance there. Um, but there's way more independence at the college. Like, like for example, like, like I'm doing research with my professor, Um like he's not doing any of it. He oversees a project. He like explains things to me, teaches me concepts. I don't know, but like ultimately I'm doing all of the work. 
So like I'm the expert in like, like not, I'm not the expert in that area. Cause obviously it's his idea, his project and stuff. But like, if there's ever a guy to do the research, research, like you need to hire a person to do the research again. Like I know like everything about it. You know what I mean? Like I did all the work. Yeah. That, may, that makes a lot of sense. That, that's why I think I like it so much. Cause it's like complete independence in that sense. And I feel like, yeah, just like knowing you and know myself, like, cause I feel like we're like, um, I feel like you definitely enjoy like, uh, being in control and just being like, because, I mean, we're not the most expert people. We don't like really working with people, I guess. That would that be an accurate statement. Yeah. And I can see that part. Because then, then you're in control of how much effort you should put in. And because I know you're not afraid to put an effort in, but like when it becomes uh, in other people's hands, I feel like that's not yeah, enough for me personally. And I can see how like research, because it's just you. Yeah. And you just decide how much to put in. And it's like, and that's exactly like the attraction to like bodybuilding is too. It's just those like, you. And it's like you decide how much effort you're going to put in. You decide how much discipline you put in. And I mean, that's why I found so uh, rewarding in it. It's just yourself. Yeah, 100%. That's that's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be some days where he'd just like, like I would, I could stay after if I want. Like if I wanted to work more on whatever I'm currently working on, just like, just basically just uh, leave the door unlocked, give me the keys and stay there all night if I wanted to. He didn't care. So it's pretty cool. On a like kind of a sidestep, I want to talk about more about you, Blaine. Um, because we didn't really talk too much about it. But uh, what like what are some things you would say like the the big things that changed after you lost the weight and like just with yourself or just like in general? So this I'd, I'd say the biggest thing about like not biggest thing aside from myself is how people treat me. I feel like I'm treated with a lot more respect now than before. Yeah, just because. Uh, I made a whole Instagram post on this. It's how overweight people and obese people are not seen the same socially, like the social ladder as, say, like a skinny person or a fit person. No, I can, yeah. I 100% agree with that. that yeah. It's like, it's it's as small as like someone holding a door open for me or just having a conversation with me. And so then the biggest thing about me that changed, I think, is my confidence level. Yeah. I'm just a lot more outgoing now and more confident in doing things. Do you think that that also could play into the fact of how people treat you? Not just because, like, how physically how you sure. see, but, like, also, like, your uh, sure. it's the like way I, you carry yourself. People are, like, all... Yeah. Generally it's, like, my confidence. It, it all stems from my confidence. Yeah, 100%. Pretty much. That makes a lot of sense. Like, obviously, like, right now, I'd say you'd say it's worth it, but, like, like how drastically did it, like, improve your quality of life, would you say, like... Massively. Like... Probably the most important thing you've done. It's, yeah, for sure. Like, it's my, <laughs> yeah. it, it's what my life revolves around now. Yeah. I feel like, and I've said this, like, time and time again, I like said in our group chat, like, I feel like if, if you're having problems in, like, life, or just, like, generally don't feel, like, good, like, about, like, yourself, or, like, what's going on, or, or like, not even mental illness, but it's, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, you know, your life's going to shit, it's to say, like, I think the first step to always getting someone's life together is, uh, is fitness and health. Like you get that under control, you can like it's just like an upward spiral. A that. lot of mental problems stem from your body image, especially nowadays with social media and everything. So seeing all these big influencers with good physiques and being skinny and being fit, it's like it's just I want to be like that. And yeah. these people are getting treated so nice. Why am I not getting treated as nice? Yeah, and it's like when you're bigger, you don't even realize that you're not getting treated well until you're a fit person, and it's like wow, I treated like shit. Yeah, I get like that. this isn't right. That makes sense. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely like one of the most important things. Like, not even just like uh, physique wise, like seeing yourself, that's a big deal. 
like being confident with yourself the way you look, but also just like general, like actually like biological health, like the way you eat and stuff like that. Like yeah. that should affects your mental health. Like if you the way, should, the way you eat affects everything. Yeah, like when, not even the way what you, you put look. in your body is everything in life. Exactly. Like if you like feed yourself just like shitty foods, you're just gonna like actually like not feel good. Like I've noticed. I I think with all these processed foods and everything, and it's just that's why people are so down nowadays and so depressed and everything. It's due to food too. Food. Not not all of it, but it's a good part of it. I think. Yeah. No, that's yeah. the no. I could agree with that one hundred percent. There'd be days like I'd be like on the road or something, or just like super busy, and like I don't have like literally like it's hard to find time to like. It's it's not p- hard to find time to eat, obviously, because you can do that. But it's hard to find time to eat quality foods because yeah. that could be tricky. And mm-hmm. so I'd eat like 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 you were saying, like processed carbohydrates. Like I'm not trying to be that guy. Like just like be all like just all healthy and nothing else. Like I, I realize there's a balance between it. But like these days when I eat like just pure carbohydrates or something, I'd come home and just feeling like crap and I have no energy. Like my blood sugars would be unstable. You know what I mean? It makes a oh, big yeah. difference and you don't realize until you like, you actually like understand food and just like start dieting. Cause like the day is like, you don't realize until like you stop dieting for one day or a week. And then you just like, dude, and you feel like crap after like, you do not like, like not even a week. Like, so you you just eat, don't feel normal. Yeah. Like I'll eat like, I don't know how like you like understand like because it's like just my understanding is how food works now like not that I'm an expert but like I just have a, somewhat of an understanding I can't see like people just like eat like candy like throughout the day mm-hmm. like but I see their, their body's just used to that though is the thing they don't know they don't know how it feels to eat good food consistently yeah like I just like eat candy and I just feel like I'm gonna like well, pass out like I just don't feel good at all like I need to eat candy like around a workout or some like arduous task like uh, well there was a day there was a day I was trading with uh you two Josh and Russ where yeah. I felt like complete shit because I ate, I was out of my cabin the day prior and I ate nothing but like chips and uh, like different bars and just pure carbohydrates. And I just couldn't train after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had no essential fats, no protein pretty much. It fucks you up because like, yeah. especially carbohydrates, because like, I feel like it's a known thing almost. I just not believe in it. I feel like calories in, calories out. I mean, yeah, when it comes to like gaining and when it comes to gaining weight and losing weight, exactly. that's the number one but thing. But it's like feeling like if you just eat a bunch of carbs and like especially fast digesting ones and like no fat and protein, <laughs> like you just, it goes right through you and you just like get like a burst of energy. You feel good, like you're hyper for a bit. Then afterwards, you literally just do not, uh-huh. you feel really bad. And I don't think people realize that. Like they, they feel that way, but they don't know why. Like it, And it's it all starts with their diet. It's a big, like, like a lot of, okay, I don't, I don't know if there's any truth behind this, but this is kind of what I believe is that there's a lot of people diagnosed with ADHD and autism, different things like that, which I couldn't be fixed by diet, but it could be like lessened or like could be broken down to like, Oh, you could fix your diet and be more controlled. People don't have to go on these meds Mm -hmm. because if your diet was right, you'd be better off. I'm not sure. I don't know the science exactly, but I've heard, I've heard things like saying that like, uh, what's Jordan Peterson's daughter's name? Michaela. Michaela. She talked about like how, Oh, like how like the carnivore diet, like eating more meat, stuff like that. I don't know if it's directly correlated to the meat or just like the fact that she cleaned up her diet from eating processed stuff. But she went on this carnivore diet where she basically just ate meat and like water. And she had, what's it called? Uh, I think it's arthritis or some rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah, arthritis. And And she got that. Basically got gone away after she went on the diet. And I feel like that is like almost not proof, but like it shows that it can have a correlation. Diet, like a diet, diet is like, it's just the number one thing that you need to get in check right away. Exactly. If you're feeling shitty, check your diet. What have you been eating recently? Yeah. Have you been have you been eating enough protein, enough carbs, enough micronutrients? Are you deficient in something? And it's like it's the first thing you should ask before like, going on meds or anything. 
Yeah, and even if you're not like an athlete, but like if you do anything, like even mentally stuff, like if you like, it's so advantageous because that's like this is your vehicle to do literally everything in life. Why would you not want to not? Why would you not, not, not look good? But yeah, fuel it correctly because if you're not, like if, it's not even about looking good. Your diet's not about looking good unless you're a bodybuilder or like you just have uh, issues with your self image. Yeah. It's just feeling good. Yeah, it's a big difference. I've noticed like, just like the way you feel yourself, it affects everything. Not even just physically. Like if I like, yeah, I know I've been talking to you about this. Um, I know Jordan Pearson preaches just like eating higher fat and proteins for like in the morning and stuff like that because if I just like eat like a bunch of carbs in the morning with like no slower digesting foods like protein or fat, like I said before, I like I can't like think even like I get brain fog and like I won't be able to think properly. Like I'll play a chess game and it's like, have you ever experienced that? Like you just like yeah. can't think, and like I've noticed like diet plays into that stuff too. And I think I don't. Laymen don't understand that. I feel like, yeah. No, but well, carbs also are essential to the body, though, right? Yeah, isn't it the only macronutrient? It's that, that's yeah. not like essential. Like you eat zero carbs and be fine. Yeah. Well, we can make them. We can make it pretty efficiently from proteins and and very small amount of fat. So like you're right. Yeah. I don't think there's anything like wrong with carbs, but I feel like almost carbs should be earned through physical activity or used before physical activity. I don't like eating carbs throughout the day. Just. Like, if I'm just going to lay in bed, I'm not going to eat, like, some bread. So you're saying, like, nutrient timing is, like, a big... I is, I, mean, that's I, think the, I think you feel better. Like, it's yeah. a, like your body, like, actually uses the nutrients, like, how... I, I like to say, like, how um they're meant to be, like, I don't know. It only makes sense, because, I mean, like, in science class, I've learned, like, just biology-wise, like, fat and protein. Fat is... Is it fast? Is slow? No, slow digesting. What's slower, protein or fat? Fat's the slowest. It takes the longest to that's break down. Fat and protein that take the longest to break down, and like carbs are pretty quick, right? Yeah, they're pretty quick. So it only makes sense to me, like right before you do an arduous task or right afterwards to fuel yourself because you need that quick energy. Is that's when you have carbs, not when yeah. you don't need quick energy when you're laying on the bed. Like, no, you just like have some slow digesting stuff, like protein, yeah. fat. They just sit down, and it's like it just kind of grounds you. It doesn't make you feel all jittery. Makes you satiated too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Like, um. You guys ever eaten a big carb meal and you don't move or exercise and you like I don't know if it's just because I my metabolism is cranked but I'll I'll start sweating mm. like my <laughs> body just doesn't know what to do with it <laughs> I'll literally just start sweating and I'll get hot like my, I showed Danielle this my girlfriend several times like I'll eat like a like a kind of like a junk meal and I'll show her my hands beat red and I'm sweating yeah it's if I do that with protein and carbs like my body's using them differently it's yeah I don't know no diet is very important and I wish more people realized that. That's not just like a vanity thing to look better. Like, no, if you start feeling yourself better, your quality of life just expands dramatically. And I'm sure, you, like you just said, you can yeah. attest to that. Mm-hmm. No, but other than, um, I would say, how tr- people treat you, what, what else would you say, like, changed? Anything different, like, major? Anything uh, worth bringing up? I can't really think. Well, there's, there's a lot of stuff that changed. Like, my, my whole life changed since then. Yeah. But. I can even tell because, I mean, like, we were friends for a long time. Like, we went to school together, but, like... We weren't, like, friends, friends. We were, Like, we were acquaintances. Like, we're, like... like yeah. It, like, went through stages, I feel like. Um, I feel like that's all, that also went through, like, what class you were in. Like, if I was in your class, you'd be better friends. But exactly. I feel like now now that I've I've lost weight, there's, peop- there's f- people I'd be friends with if... There's people that I wouldn't be friends with if I didn't lose the weight. Yeah. I feel like it also... Um, I agree with that. I think it also comes just, like... Um, I was going to say, it's, like, since we've been friends, friends for so long... We knew each other. Yeah. Became somewhat close. Um, you just like honestly, you become a different person to a certain extent. Like, yeah, 
there's like a, even in the look i've heard people say this even like a look in your eyes like not just like you specifically but like as you become like uh you lose weight and you just like you just like become like more of a serious person like and like more respected it's like just yeah just, you, just by your look just by your look you can just like it's like it but posture too it I'm posture sure. too yeah like you just like the way you look and your posture it's like people don't realize it but like you're just not a, you're not a, you don't you're not as weak now like you're like you're like i don't know it's a good thing though that you can tell you're more so you're more socially accepted yeah no and it's, it's a great thing like that's yeah. why i also part of the um why i took jujitsu and stuff like that because i want to have just like that yeah like the confidence thing because i feel like that literally just goes into everything like confidence is everything too that like reminds me of like the whole um incel situation like yeah incels like yeah well like they they're basically people who just like don't even try like to get relationships because they, they feel like they're just like too low status like women have such a higher can you dating explain pool. what an incel is first cause that's yeah. what i'm doing oh okay sorry yeah, like they, they're they're just like basically giving up on love and relationships because they're like lower status and they they feel they're just like ignorant basically and just like get down on themselves because the, they, these women have i was clear it's very well established women have way higher dating pools i mean men it's just, i mean if you don't agree with that then you're just wrong but so like <laughs> th- these incels that's basically what their their whole like, judgment is on relationships they're just like giving up they're just like it's not even worth it i like it's too hard i'm not gonna try and um where's i going with this oh yeah instead of having that mindset and then just like giving up on relationships in whole like there's several things you could do to improve your mate value to increase your odds of success in a, in a relationship because i mean i mean like um Dr. David Buss has talked about this, the evolutionary psychologist and he's a uh, mating expert. No, <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's an expert in uh, in uh, relationships and, and mating. And um, like the biology behind that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and psychology. Mating expert. And um, it's very well established well established that like if you, if you were to do like a rating system, like uh, threes would date threes, fours would date fours, tens would date tens, exactly, etc. Like there is not there's not really like a huge disparity between that. Like you're going to directly link up with someone who has a, who has a equivalent. relative equivalent mate value with you. And it's like, that's kind of goes with this. Like if you're, if your physical attractiveness and in, in part of the mate value is low, one thing you could do rather than having a bad mindset and becoming an insult, you could inc- increase that uh, physical appearance value. And it's basically it's increasing your value as a male. Exactly. exactly. And that's like the, sounds weird to like say like the value of a male goes to how well you can track male or females but that's at the end of the day that's the whole reason you that's live life that's the whole psychology behind it. that's like well like yeah but at the end of the day like the reason you do everything is just so you become you increase your value as a male like why do you want to it really it all goes back to that mating you mean mating yeah yeah and to decrease your value for a male to attract at, females at base base human nature your your purpose is to mate and reproduce exactly and everything goes back to that so like you want to make more money it's because money will like obviously can you provide like what yeah why do you want money i mean it's a resource you can like you can obviously need money to buy food and live but like why do you want to live so you can just so you can have better resources to buy and attract females and like more power like i mean also the, all the stuff goes into it but at the end of the day all of it boils down to like you want to attract more females and i part of that reason i think is that's why like over time over a long period of time males have evolved to become more of like I'm going to get myself in trouble for saying this, but like, like, like they're like more, <laughs> What? <laughs> how do I say this? Take, take With, your time. Um, yeah. Be careful here. Stepping on eggshells. 
like uh, industrious. I mean, I guess if you, like again, if you would disagree with this, then you're just wrong because it's just, it's, the statistics agree with this. I mean, um, men are just generally across the board more in, industrious, have Which means higher pay, higher paid jobs, have ar- more arduous jobs, and I think part of that is because the women women are more pickier in their mate selection. I mean, it's the only way. It's the only way through. If that wasn't the case, then there'd be no rep- reproducing. Yeah. No. What's uh, what's uh, Andrew Tate says is, I mean, you think I, he has said some good stuff, but like, uh, like women pick the winners. It's the women who does the choosing. I mean, I guess it depends. But majority of the time, women get to pick because they're in a position where, like, they if have... If you're attractive, you can get who you want. Exactly. Yeah. Like Russ said earlier, women have way higher uh, dating pool than m- men do. Yep. Men, you do a very... And, like, and also, another, uh, like, I don't know if it's a statistic, but it's a thing that's said around, like, it's like, it was, like, 10 or 5% of the men get, like, all the women. Yeah. Like, which is very interesting. Like so, if you're like the other ninety percent of men, you like get like literally nothing. You get yeah. like, and like, but if you're a woman, you could be from any caliber. There's always guys for you. There's always guys because exactly if you're, living, if you're living, there's some guy that's attracted to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's sad. This is kind of the way it is. But yeah. like, there's some guys that girls wouldn't touch. I mean, like, obviously there's there's, there's seven billion people on the earth. Okay, obviously some, but like, like, like no one like. There's it's a very vast. Sad. M- there's a but, lot of men. Where majority of women would never even look at them. And it's so the majority yeah. of men, I feel like, are that majority of men are yeah. not wanted by majority of women. Oh, well, because the yeah. majority of women are looking at the Top. minority of men, and that I think is a, I don't I don't think there's nothing wrong with that honestly because that's 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 a means to produce in a very efficient manner efficient matter for the future. Yeah, I mean, why do you want to pick a loser? Because you're gonna I mean back in the nature like get hunter gather days. Like a loser, you're gonna die. Your whole family. Yeah, dead. you're like you will. So you I'm, and your family will die. Like it, it's yeah, efficient. It, it makes sense. And but it, it, I'm not like saying it's like it shouldn't happen. But it's just like it's kind of sad to realize like a lot of men just live out like desperate, step, desperate lives trying to attract females when they just like will never. Like yeah. it's very well, sad. This, honestly, this goes back in time because like less developed countries like India, all the people of power have like 18 wives. Exactly. Because they get all the women. they get all the women. Because like, why wouldn't they? Like, because women have a choice. in the history. The women yeah. have to sacrifice maybe the love and attention from the guy for security. For survival. For survival and security because it's not worth it because the fucking Joe Schmo, the loser, is not going to provide for your family. This it sucks. There's obviously outliers though too. Yeah, there's, there's generalization. Yeah. But in general, there's going to be more abilities. Yeah. And not to say that's right, but like that's why like that would happen. Yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up. That makes a lot. Yeah. An interesting thing though is um it's kind of it's very conflicting of like the traditional gender role relationships. Like I think it's there for a reason and I do believe in that um obviously, but um it's conflicting cuz like for example, um I learned about this again from the Dr. David Buss guy. He's a very interesting psychologist. Um like I, men, men go out a lot of times, and they're like, I'm not saying women don't work hard, but like, the, like they'll be stressed out, and they'll they're known for taking on too many tasks, sometimes too many tasks that they can handle. Like that's a common characteristic among men, and they and they, um, they come home and they might want to just go to bed. They don't want to have fun with their wives, and like they, you know what I mean? Like they don't, all they just dream about working. There's a lot of men that fall very hard for the passion of their work. Like it's very common. Like yeah. if you love your work, like like that's what you're going to think about all the time, and sometimes the relationship struggles with that. Well, one problem with that is that Dr. David Buss was talking about is that um, when women become in in, uh, in an unsatisfied relationship, they are very, it's very likely they will leave. 
contrary, if men become in a, in an unfulfilling relationship, they, they very well documented that they just stay static. They don't leave. Like they just don't care. <laughs> it's and very interesting. But yet they're the ones, they're the ones that are um, putting themselves in that position. So they're basically setting themselves up for failure almost. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think the reason to do that. It's very interesting. Uh, like I'm not David Boss. I'm not, I don't understand evolution, evolutionary biology, whatever. But I think from my eyes, what I see is like the reason for that is because I think men overall in general don't prioritize their relationship as much as they do as a work. I mean, it's evident the fact because that's the problem with the relationship is that he doesn't do that. Yeah. So it's like, it's not the highest priority where the woman is like, that's their main priority is like yeah. their husband that can take care of them. And if it's not working, it's, that's the main thing in their life. Majority of the time, obviously generalization, like I stated before, they're going to leave because that's the main thing that's important in life. Like yeah. guys like I can deal with that later. Cause I'm going to be working eight hours or 12 hours this, today. Yeah. I, it doesn't really matter. I'm only home for like, so yeah, I think it's, I think the conflict, like, yeah, you're right. It, it rises in basically gen generally speaking across the board. Most, most men and women in relationships want completely different things and value completely different things. And that's obviously a very conflicting uh, mindset, but yeah, it's very interesting and stuff. Isn't it like, uh, I'm pretty sure like, you know, the statistic of uh, what, how many like women, a percentage of women that initiate divorces or not. Cause that isn't it like pretty high majority 90% or something. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that that further backs up the statement yeah, that in, in an unfilling relationship, the woman's highly likely to leave. And yeah, yeah. it's where the men are just stagnant. Like, yeah, I, I'm working. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like I just it. want someone to care for me. If I have troubled times, come home and be there. But like, it, it makes sense though. Cause like, if you want different things, a woman wants to be stimulated. Like, um, like I want to do fun things, you know? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. It makes total yeah. sense. I just think that's almost like an important aspect that like people should know about because it's like this. I, I never learned this stuff like in school or anything. And I wish like, I, you know what I mean? It's really cool. It's our, it's our very nature. And I feel like it's very weird that we haven't learned that. Yeah. I, like yeah. I've learned so much just by generally just like listening to podcasts and just talking to you and discussing to you. It's just like in car rides and say, mm-hmm. like, I feel yeah. it's very nice. That's just, like I said beforehand, the whole reason you're living is to live, like survive and mate. At the end of the day, that's like what it comes down to, and everything else. Like, yeah, that's all you want. Yeah, and but we're just like not taught on like how say like on this stuff, like how to raise one's mate value. I feel like it comes instinctually. You kind of understand yeah. that, but like how to become like not like I feel like it's be a weird class in school, but like this like it should be taught like how like uh how things work between men and women, not just like I'm not saying sexually. I'm just like the dynamic between them. Yeah. It should be the differences. How, why, like, why it should, like, how it's gonna work out. What you should do to become more of a high value man. Contrary for the woman, same thing. Like, what's gonna work the best between the two? Because there's, they are different, and there's, there's a certain dynamic that needs to be uh, made for the relationships to work. So, like, I feel like that's. I don't know about teaching you to be a high value man, but I think <laughs> I think just high value <laughs> man class. No, I like. I, should, know, I know, but you, like, you know what I'm saying. Just, just teach that like the basics that like the be- basics of human nature. Yeah. yeah, or like like, like you're, you're lit- made to, you're made to mate and reproduce. Yeah. Yeah, Literally, no. like you could have a class evolutionary psychology. Boom, like there you go. In high school, yeah, that's not paid for. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. they have the class a, obviously. Get a semester of that yeah. widely available. Yeah, no, like you're gonna have to be like a psych major in college to take that. You know, yeah. Exactly. Like once again, that seems so foreign to me that we wouldn't learn that because that's like the very basis of living. Like, 
It's very weird. Or, and I was thinking about it. Like, or they could teach in a health class too. Yeah. Yeah, have like a one unit on it at least. Yeah. How, how important is our health classes right now? It's very. Taken. It's not it's, very. It's very watered down and not like up with the times. I what feel are you like. talking about in health? Right? Like, I don't. Like I haven't in our, Like in our health, it was like based in basic diets. It wasn't basic diet things. Like you should really. It, well, it was like very basic diet. Like you should eat these food groups. It, it wasn't even. Some carbs, it wasn't even these like. Are yeah, it like taught, it taught like, like food groups and like yeah exercise. It was very more. outdated. It was like yeah. it's I don't know. well. I mean, I guess for the average person, it's probably fine. But no one actually. Not I don't really. think anyone like actually attained information from health class and actually applies it to like. I I feel like in America, at least with the obesity epidemic, that there should be the calorie counting section or like a diet section. Oh yeah, because I found like, that really cool in health class. Because what we were talking about before, how diet is everything. You don't learn that in school. You learn that through trial and error. Yeah. How you eat. But yeah, it's like taught. It's very sad because like I don't blame people for being overweight. Yeah, I mean, I was overweight at some point in my life. Granted, not to the, like the extent of you. Yeah. So like, but I, I got a taste of that. I know you were bigger too. Like, it's like if you're not, like it, it does come down on genetics too, and it's like your family and stuff like that. Yeah, but but, di- like, but diet and weight isn't genetic really. Well, it, no, it no, is no, to a point, but it's like. It's like if you, it's not to the point where you can't lose weight. Well, no, no, I understand that. But some people are like predisposed, like just like if someone's in the same household as someone else and just genetically they'll have more hunger than someone else and just the way they live and stuff like that, like those affect that and then they'll become overweight. Weight is more environment than genetics. Um, Yeah, I would agree with that. But I feel like also your genetics. Yeah, yeah. With your environment, it's like what your parents feed you is going to decide if you're overweight or not. That's how it was for me. Yeah, but some people also just like generally just have a like way bigger appetite, and they just will eat more. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's, al- that's also that's also built through habits. I th- yeah, I know. I think that I agree with you. Environment's probably the most important thing, but also I think I think genetics like play factor. Well, because when I was growing up, I had a bunch of shitty foods in my household, which led me to be overweight. I'm not saying it was 100 percent my parents' fault, but it pretty much was. The thing is, like, I also had they just complete exposure to junk food, and I you probably you probably food. didn't as much as I did. Though. But that's the thing where genetics come in partially because I I don't have a big appetite at all. I think part of that is is our like our dopaminergic system. Like some of us like get very rewarded for eating junk food. Yeah, that's that's where I could I feel like there's some uh, some merit to that statement, but but like in terms of hormones, um. Like let's like you know leptin and ghrelin like leptin satiates you ghrelin makes you hungry like if you're getting fat you're putting on weight you're not just gonna have a ton of ghrelin just be stimulated like oh let's eat let's eat, let's eat more like no like there's gonna be a negative feedback loop and make you stop eating you know what I mean yeah so like that's yeah I think uh we have to call it quits yeah dinner's ready we got practice in an hour it sounds yeah. like it's pouring yeah it is yeah, pouring so. Oof. that's gonna be rough for practice Blaine all right it was good having you. That was thanks, very thanks good. Thanks for talk. having me. Yes. Of course. Good talk. Uh, the podcast is on Spotify now. So. Oh. Yeah, and I'm trying to get on Apple Podcasts too. We'll figure that out. Good shit, man. All, All right. right. Thank you, Blaine.